2: Welcome into the DNVR Broncos podcast on this terrific Tuesday. I'm your host, Zach Stevens, joined by my man, Andrew Mason, with the shades on. And before we hop into the show, I got to tell you about our presenting sponsor, MSU Denver Online, where over at MSU Denver Online, they put a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver provides rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom, which is so key when you're getting an education. Education, you want to learn what you need to know after you graduate, not just something from a book. And over at MSU Denver, they do that. So check them out over at MSU Denver Online, my boy Mace.
0: How are you doing, my friend? Oh, I've been better. I've been worse. I'm <laughs> okay. here.
2: Okay. It sounds like a uh, sounds like a February
0: yeah, day. I'm upright. I'm perpendicular to the ground, better than being parallel to the ground. Wow, you know? I guess, I guess that is
2: all right. Well, that's <laughs> that's where we're starting today. I'm about to uh, to make you a lot happier with this news that came out. I guess you can call it news that came out over the past few days. I don't know what we're calling it. We're calling it uh, unfollow gate, but we're looking at Kyler. Murray, our guy over at PHNX, Johnny Venerable, discovered, uncovered, that Kyler Murray has unfollowed and scrubbed his entire social media presence with the Arizona Cardinals. That means he deleted all photos that he had with the Cardinals. He isn't following them anymore. And Mace, we've seen this happen in the past. I believe just a year ago, Deshaun Watson did this with the Houston Texans, and that's when everyone kind of thought, huh. What's going on? And then we know what turned into that. He full on wanted to be traded. Are we? And then stepping? other stuff happened. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> which I light, don't expect least. to happen with with yeah. Kyler at all. But are are we going down this route with Kyler Mace? Is Kyler Murray a legitimate possibility to be on the trade market? And should the Denver
0: Broncos explore it? I mean, he scrubbed a lot from his social media accounts. So there there was there were a lot of posts that he scrubbed as well. So. I would caution against reading too much into it, so everything I have to say is couched with if he is indeed interested in leaving. If he's interested in leaving Arizona, two-thirds of the league, including the Broncos should be trying to get him. Mm,
2: absolutely. I, two-thirds of the league, and definitely the Broncos should try to get him. But I am going to read into this because he is clearly trying to send some sort of message. Maybe the message is that he's upset that some of his coaches had to wait for a playoff bonus a couple of weeks later, which we know was the case with the Cardinals. Or maybe it's something bigger. Maybe he says, I don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury. I won out. You kept him when you shouldn't have after this collapse for another year in a row. I won out. Or he's just saying, I I don't have enough control in the organization, and he's trying to pull in Aaron Rodgers. He's trying to tell the general manager, look, I want to have more say in who you draft, who you bring in free agency, because I view myself as a franchise quarterback, and that's the treatment franchise quarterbacks get. But I definitely think this was an intentional message by Kyler Murray to say something. Maybe it's 1%, maybe it's 100%, but right now is when you attack if you're the Denver Broncos. You reach out to, to the, the Arizona Cardinals and say, what will it take to get done? And maybe they just see just enough of a, of, of a chance that Kyler's going to leave that they take a huge
0: offer. You cultivate as many options as possible, right? I mean, just because Aaron Rodgers may be plan A doesn't mean you don't, kick the tires i mean you don't explore okay what would it take to trade for russell wilson what would it take to trade for kyle murray if he's available you know as uh, as has often been said and for example edgar kaiser said uh, before trading for john elway as it turned out this is america everything has a price everything can be bought and sold if you match the price yep right
2: exactly so what is Kyler Murray's price right now? We're talking about a 24-year-old. He will be 25 once the season starts this year. So a 25-year-old former first-round pick that has flashed greatness yeah. over many years looked
0: like an MVP candidate before the Cardinals did the traditional Cliff Kingsbury fade out. Now and before he got hurt, he did yeah, get hurt this he year. He did get hurt. That and that's one thing. Like I, know, there, there are people out there, and and I, I put it out there and said, look, if Murray's if Murray potentially wants to leave Arizona, of course you look into it if you're the Broncos. No, this shouldn't even be a question. And someone said, "Well, he's regressing." He played poorly coming back from injury this past year. Let's see what happens when he's healthy. I think there's more reason to believe that his that his fade down the stretch was a product of him not being all the way back, plus the habitual pattern of Cliff Kingsbury teams fading, which goes back to Texas Tech and goes back to when he had Patrick freaking Mahomes as his quarterback at Texas Tech. I think these things are more in play. I don't think Kyler Murray is regressing as a player. To your, so, to yeah.
2: your point, Mace, you know who else, uh, who else struggled coming back from injury this year? Russell Wilson. Yes, he, he he really struggled, and I mean, you you could he looked like Teddy Bridgewater out there for a couple of games that that I got to watch Russell Wilson because he he was still hampered by that injury. But Mace, what too, happened
0: to Teddy Bridgewater after his uh, concussion? He wasn't the same, right? Exactly. He looked he, like Teddy Bridgewater late. Yep. <laughs> Injuries um, do matter.
2: So to your point, in the first eight weeks of the season, yeah, Kyler had seventeen touchdowns. To seven interceptions. Yep. Pretty darn good. And that doesn't include the rushing, where he added three additional touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Then after he comes back from injury, he comes back, he misses five weeks. He comes back in week 13. Uh, It looks like he has seven touchdowns to five interceptions. That is concerning certainly seven touchdowns five interceptions is not what you want 17 to seven is certainly more along those lines and when you look at what kyler was able to do in those first eight weeks when he had his full mobility he's running for 30 yards 39 yards 21 yards mm. 59 yards 20 yards so he clearly is that dual threat on the ground and this is a guy like i said mace he is a guy that is improving his first year as a rookie he threw for 64 percent completion three thousand seven hundred yards 20 touchdowns 12 interceptions You'd be crazy not to take that from a rookie playing in their mm-hmm. first season. That that's a very good start. His second season, what does he do? He comes out, not only takes the team from a five and ten record to then go eight and eight. He improves the completion percentage. He has more passing yards. He has more passing touchdowns, and he has the same number of interceptions. 67% completion, 3,900 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. In his second year, he has already broke that 2-to-1 touchdown to interception ratio, showing great growth. And then, like I said, the first eight games of this season, 17 touchdowns, Seven interceptions, flashing MVP. He was absolutely in that conversation. Again, breaks that two to one touchdown to interception ratio. And then for the season, he still ends up pretty darn good. 69% completion. So again, he improves that completion percentage, takes the team to a nine and five record under his start. So he's gone from five, ten, and one his rookie year, eight and eight his second year, nine and five. His third year guiding this team, that's huge. So from a winning standpoint, and you know I like quarterback wins, I love what he's doing. But then also completion percentage goes up every single year. Passing yards would have gone up if he would have played every single game this year. 24 touchdowns this year, 10 interceptions. He he was on pace. Well, yards over.
0: per attempt went up. Exactly. So, and, it, so and it don't pat, even focus yard, on the gross yards. Well, yards per game yeah. also went yeah. up.
2: Um And so th- this is a guy who was set to have about forty-five hundred passing yards, over thirty touchdowns, probably around fifteen interceptions. Uh, but he was set to just have a monster year.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only the thing that that uh, went in the that went in the reverse this year, his sack rate climbed from where it was. Back in 2020, so that's uh, that's one thing you're concerned that you're concerned about. But better again, than his rookie year, yeah, though. it was better than his rookie year, but not as good as his second year. Mostly, he had, with the exception of ESPN QBR, which had him at 57.4 this year, which was actually the lowest of his career. So if you focus on QBR, you could say, okay, uh, there there was some regression, there there was some regression season to season. But again, take a look at what he at what he was before the injury and what he was after the injury. So let's just take passer rating for example, right? First eight, first eight games of the season before he's hurt, triple digit passer rating six times. Mm. After he comes back, triple digit passer rating just twice in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, including the playoffs. So basically, he went from having a 100 or better passer rating 75 percent of the time to bit to having a 100 or better passer rating about 20, about 25, about 29 percent of the time. Pardon me. Right. So, basically, what he was, he kind of inverted after the injury. So, an offseason to get healthy. I think what we saw early in the season is more reflective of where Kyler Murray is going, going than where he was down the stretch. Which is why I would give up three first-round picks for Kyler Murray. At
2: least. At least three first-round picks. We're talking There's no about, price
0: too high for you.
2: There is in, no price for too court, high.
0: For f- quarterback. For Whenever a we...
2: Dud quarterback.
0: Whenever we do these exercises, Zach, you always have the highest, pri- you, the highest price point that you're willing to give up.
2: Of course, because what, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a thing. We've seen that the past so many years, and now I'm giving up more than just three first-round picks. Look, last year I was willing, and I think we were all willing to give up three mm-hmm. first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers, and that was with the hope that he would play, what, three to five more seasons? We were talking about before last season. Is yeah. that right? We're willing to give up three first-round picks now. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. Uh, Russell Wilson, we'll talk about him as well. Uh, we would give I would give up three first-round mm-hmm. picks for Russell Wilson. He's, what, nine years older than Kyler Murray? Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about this with Deshaun Watson one year ago before all of his other stuff came out. We would all be willing to give up three first-round picks because he's a 25-year-old superstar quarterback. Kyler Murray is 24 years old, going to be 25 this year. When you talk about his future... If he is wanting to play as long as he can, you're talking about at least 12 more great years and then potentially stack on another four, three or four more years. And now people may say, well, he's 5'10". He's a skinny guy. Uh, he, he's small. He could suffer more injuries. That's true. But you're still at least talking about 10 yeah. years. Three first-round picks is where you start this conversation. I don't
0: care that he's 5'10". I mean, I think height is overrated. Some people you, do in this city. Oh, I, I know they do. <laughs> I care about the the build. Like I, you would like you'd like it if he was built a bit heavy, heavier so he could take the pounding. That's one thing I think you can justifiably like can be concerned about. The other thing is he has been very good. Do we know if he's going to be great? Is it possible that Kyler Murray could settle in? as a very solid second tier quarterback mm. and not kind of, and not the perennial top six elite guy. He could settle in as a quarterback from about seven to 10 or seven to 11.
2: And that's fair. I'm not yeah. sold on Kyler Murray being a superstar,
0: but let's say he settles in that second tier. Mm-hmm. Let's call Can we say that's the Dak Prescott zone, right? Sure.
2: Yep. Yep. The DP zone.
0: I would still trade three first-round picks for a guy in the Dak Prescott zone because that gives you a chance. You're not, yes, you're not at the Mahomes-Allen level. But if you've got a quarterback who's in that first or second tier, and that's basically what, about a, about 12 quarterbacks in total? Yep. Then you've got a shot.
2: You, you've got a shot, and on top of that, Mace, again, if you're... I don't know if if Kyler Murray is Aaron Rodgers' age. If he's 38 right now and you're looking at three more seasons with him, that's when I may pump the brakes and say, I'm not sure you do that. But you're going to give up a lot to get him. That Mm -hmm. is going to deplete your team a little bit but then you're going to be able to rebuild that team around him in just three years from now. And I think you're still going to have a lot of success from what this team looks like. Now you're going to have a lot of success with a Kyler Murray quarterback in the next three years. And then you get those draft picks back and then you build the team for the next seven years. So while it may be a lot to give up now, Mm. it's not a three year window you're looking at with Kyler. It's a 10, 15 year window. So three first round picks. I mean, I joked about this when talking about trading for Russell Wilson earlier, I said, Give up a first-round pick for every single year that he's going to play for you. With with Kyler, I wouldn't go that far because you'd be giving up a monster amount, and also you just can't do it. Mm -hmm. But why I'd be open to to three and some on top of that is it's a 10-year commitment.
0: And the other thing is the economics kind of add up as well because let's say say you gave up three first-round picks. Year one, cost control. Last year of his rookie deal. Okay, cool. You know what? we'll spend what we'll take the savings we'll spend it on the rest of the roster. Year 2 kind of in between, fifth year option, right? And then year 3, the, the last year you don't have a first round pick. That's when you'd probably have a big number. And then you just kind of, basically you're you're kind of bridging that gap a little bit. If you have the cap space and have a quarterback on cost control drink, then you can use the savings to basically fortify the roster in other ways by the time you really start needing those first round picks because he'd be on a big deal you'd have him Yep. so it it, it does kind of add up long term i know we're probably kind of in a fantasy zone here but it's fun to dream for a day but it, now here but here's the question i have for you is kyler murray the right guy to run nathaniel hackett's offense and my quick answer is if nathaniel hackett is a good coach he would adapt that offense for Kyler Murray.
2: Well, Nathaniel Hackett's already told us that that's what he would do. And yeah. so, yes, I absolutely believe yep. that he would build an offense around him. And and Michael Shane in the comments comes in mm. with a great point yeah. uh, and, and says that Kyler Murray would be hands down the number one quarterback in this draft. And that's without a doubt, yes. Michael. I think that's a fantastic point. And where the Broncos are at now, at number mm-hmm. nine, if they were to trade up to number one, it probably take three first-round picks in order to make that deal be done. So when you look at it like that, it makes it seem like, oh, okay, that's a lot more reasonable. A lot of teams do that. Uh, and also, you're getting a guy who was the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's been a two-time Pro Bowler, including twice in the past two years. He was on the all-rookie team. Of course, he won the Heisman. Uh, there's so much to like about him. So I want to hear if anyone is in the comment section tuning in live on YouTube. Let me know if you don't want Kyler or if you think three first-round picks is too too much to give up because I got to say I saw Mm -hmm. a a decent amount on Twitter yesterday of people saying nah not really interested in him and it just it really surprised me and so if you don't uh, uh, agree with us let us know why as well and speaking of YouTube thank you guys so much for tuning in live hit us with a thumbs up we really appreciate it subscribe and also turn on alerts because we're going live five days a week you don't want to miss one of our shows and if you're tuning in live Join us on YouTube. It's the best streaming quality. We really, really appreciate it. I'll
0: tell you why, by the way, Zach. Recency bias. Just That's, the
2: past five games. Yeah,
0: and and that play. I think people look at the playoff game as well. and Like, oh my, like, you know that, that that interception that he had, and they're like, oh my god, you know, great players screw up from time to time. Um, I'm gonna go old school here. You know, Joe Theismann was the league MVP in 1983, and he had an absolutely catastrophic decision in the Super Bowl when he threw a swing pass to Joe Washington. They got picked off by Jack Squirek for the Raiders, and he waltzed into the end zone. Great, Very good to great players do occasionally screw up. It happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, Patrick Mahomes. Look at Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. Is he a great player? Yes, he is. Did he play probably the worst half of his life, uh, of his NFL life in that game? Yes, he did. And my guess is he's going to adjust to the kind of looks the Bengals threw at him that he'll probably see again, and we won't see a half like that from him. So just because Kyler Murray has a really bad playoff game and has a really and has a really ill-advised decision, I don't think it means all of a sudden you wouldn't want him after the last. Six years, Zach, how could you not want Kyler Murray on this team? How?
2: Uh, I don't know. I have <laughs> I have no idea. And so maybe, Mace, the Broncos would be able to buy low as Kyler went 1-6 in, in his past seven games. It would be crazy if the organization did this, but maybe Cliff says... It was all Kyler. It wasn't me. That's why we stumbled down the stretch. Okay. And then they decide to move on from Kyler. Hey, I'm just trying to make a situation pan out. But here's well, what needs to happen. They gave for- up
0: 30 points to the Rams, 30 points to the Lions, then 22 of the Colts and the Cowboys, and then 38 points to the to the Seahawks, right? Yep. There was a lot of other stuff going on that caused them to have that record down the stretch.
2: Yeah, that's Vance Joseph right there. Maybe he could not ah! send uh, Kyler to the Broncos. But here's why... Yes, it probably is a dream world. But when stuff like this happens, the Broncos need to reach out right away mm-hmm. and just try to, to separate these two groups and try to just blow the Cardinals away with an offer. So, Mace, if you are George Payton and you call the Cardinals, what is the offer you're putting together to try to blow them away right away where they actually have to think about it?
0: Three ones, a second-round pick, two starters?
2: What starters? Do I get to pick?
0: I'd say anybody, but Pat Sertan is on the table.
2: Okay, so Javante Williams and Jerry Judy.
0: Done. Done deal. I'm, re- I'm re-signing Melvin Gordon. I can find a run another running back in this year's draft. No offense to Javante Williams, but good running backs, maybe not elite running backs, but good running backs are pretty easy to find. And with Jerry Judy, you know what? Okay, I've got Tim Patrick, I've got Cortland Sutton, and... Uh, and we'll we'll go back into the draft, or we'll sign we'll sign a free agent. Maybe hey, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll make a play at uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling as a number th- as a number three, something like that.
2: Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty easy. It's it, it's not
0: hard. It's not hard to replace with all again Judy and Williams. No offense to them. It's not hard to replace them when you're talking about a massive quarterback upgrade.
2: Yeah, no, it, it's it's not that hard to replace mm-hmm. them. Way harder to replace uh, the quarterback. And to me, anyone's on the table, even Pat. It, it, I don't want to get yeah. rid of Pat, but yes, even Pat. A great cornerback means nothing if you don't have the quarterback position. And so, put give me, give me your deal. Throw Pat in, uh, and and take take the other players off. Throw Pat in. Boom. There's a deal. I mean, they, they, that's that's the type of offer you would need in order to make the Cardinals say, "Wait, George, let's stay on the phone a little longer and talk about this."
0: Worst if- thing they're gonna say is no.
2: Worst thing they're going to say is no. And, Mays, I got to get your take on there's more options hmm. than just Kyler Murray out there. Who do you want more, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers? But first I got to tell you about this awesome product that I just started using, Athletic greens. Our friends over at Athletic Greens are making such a cool thing. Not only are they packing your fruits but they're and vegetables, but they're packing all of the probiotics you need into one easy scoop. So it helps with gut health. It really helps uh, your body feel better. I've just been taking it for a week or so and I feel a lot lighter. My body's feeling a lot better. What you do is you order Athletic Greens and then when you get it, you put one scoop into 8 to 12 ounces of cold water at the beginning of your day. Mix it in mm drink it down. It It's green, but to me, it tastes just a tad bit citrusy. So that's totally good taste for me. And it just gives me the vegetables that I need for the day, all the greens. Uh, and it really ha- helps with, with gut health as well. Like I said, those probiotics, and it's cheaper than your coffee addiction. So get in on Athletic Greens and you will be feeling much, much better. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So you need to check them out. And when you go to athleticgreens.com you'll get five travel packs free with your first purchase and one year of free supply of immunity supporting vitamin d so make sure to check them out go to athleticgreens.com broncos and you'll get the five free travel packs and a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin d
0: yeah i mean it, by the way this stuff really is something mm-hmm. hey you've you've been using it i've I've been using it on a daily basis. Even took it down the mobile with me. Mm. That's how much I liked I liked using it. And boy, oh boy, you know, you get older, you start looking for things that kind of keep your system flowing well. Mm-hmm. That's what Athletic Greens <laughs> will do for you. Yeah, so check that out. Also check out us at DNVR. Check out becoming a member. Check out the DNVR bar where we're going to have a watch party for the big game. Actually, what are we calling it? Like the splendid. The Supreme Mm -hmm, Cup, mm -hmm, the Splint. I love it.
2: In quotes.
0: Yes. So air quotes. The Supreme (laughs) Cup we're going to have a party for that we're going to have prizes giveaways all sorts of stuff all sorts of fun just because the Broncos aren't in the Supreme Cup doesn't mean that you can't have a good time we're going to have plenty of that down here at the DNVR bar you can try the club sandwich that I like you can try the chicken sandwich that RK likes of course if you're a DNVR member you get a big beer for the price of a smaller beer so that's one of the perks of course you get you get discounts on merchandise you get a free t-shirt when you sign up to become a DNVR member and of course you get to read what we're writing you get to read what I'm going to be writing later on today about Carson Strong and his comeback from the knee injury I had a conversation with him last week going to tell you what he said about his knee and how he thinks he's ready to go so check that out at the DNVR.com I'll have a piece on uh, Ejiro Evero who almost certainly is going to be the Broncos next defensive coordinator and if you're a subscriber you can read that and plenty more not just on the Broncos but all The Denver area teams, Nuggets, Rockies, Avalanche, CSU Rams, CU Buffs, and of course now we're launching our Rapids coverage with the DNVR Rapids podcast. So check all of that out at thednvr.com and become a member today.
2: And speaking of the super game on Super Sunday, you got to check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook where they are offering... Hundreds of awesome, fun Super Bowl props. We're going to have some of those included on our Broncos pick them later this week, but you can get in on all of the action over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And to celebrate the Super Bowl, they're offering 56 to 1 odds. How do you get 56 to 1 odds? Well, you bet $5 on either team to win the Super Bowl. And if they do, you get $280 in free bets. That's 56 to 1 odds just by signing up over at DraftKings Sportsbook and betting $5 on either team this weekend. And like I said, check out all the super fun props they have for the super Sunday game, the Super Bowl.
0: I've got a bonus pick of the week. Oh, hit me with that. It. Uh, it's a Clemson one-point favorite over North Carolina. Really weird tip-off time, 4 o'clock Mountain, 6 o'clock Eastern down there in upstate South Carolina. North Carolina has a habit of losing and losing big. They lost big to Duke on Saturday. Take the Clemson Tigers to get this done today.
2: I love it. Go Tigers! As I mean, uh, I'm cheering
0: for the Tar Heels. I'm going for some reverse mojo here. I want to lose this bet.
2: <laughs> so maybe don't ride with these. I'm not sure how to how to ride someone else's reverse mojo. But yeah. when you sign Pick up Clemson. To, to get this <laughs> offer, make sure to use promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. That's promo code DNVR. with well, are an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Mace, there's more options than just Kyler Murray for the Broncos. There's more options than just the quarterbacks in the draft for the Denver Broncos. So my question to you is, who would you want more? Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or Kyler Murray?
0: Mm, I this want is a thinker. It's a thinker because I really want to solve this quarterback problem for the long haul.
2: Mm, I got one guy
0: that can solve it for the longest haul. It's that's Kyler why I'm Murray. going. That's why I'm going Kyler Murray. Oh! Ho, ho. I want the shot at getting this right for the next ten to fifteen years. Hmm. Because Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be around for the next 10 to 15 years. Justin Herbert, going to be around for the next 10 to 15 years, both those cases, barring injury. I, I want to figure that out. And also, I like the idea of Nathaniel Hackett having been around Matt LaFleur, having, having gotten some of that, uh, that shanahan McVeigh secret sauce. I like the idea of him adapting a scheme to Kyler Murray. And even though Hackett hasn't done it specifically, we know based on Washington 10 years ago with RG3, that you can take these concepts, adapt them to a quarterback who does not have a traditional skill set, and get outstanding play. And that was RG3 back in 2012 in Washington. And Kyler Murray has more at his disposal, skill-wise, he's a much more accurate passer than RG three was, for mm-hmm, one thing. Mm-hmm. Better leader than RG three was. So, I'm taking that all day. That if if I if I'm given those three possibilities, actually in order for me, it is Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers.
2: I'm going to disagree with you, yeah. and the reason yeah. I'm going to disagree is I want a superstar in the building. I don't think Kyler Murray is a superstar yet. I think he has all the tools. He's shown me enough where he absolutely can become that. But I want the guaranteed superstar by giving up all of these picks and all of these resources and Russell Wilson is a guaranteed superstar. Now, I, I don't like saying this because I'm missing out on eight or nine years of a career by going Russ over Kyler Murray. But there but, is a point that Kyler Murray. That, that there is a chance that Kyler Murray doesn't develop past what he is. He, he stays at around just over two to one touchdown to interception ratio. A very good quarterback, mm. a tier tier two quarterback. But there's there, there's no guarantee that he's going to jump into that tier one like we talked about. Russell Wilson tier one quarterback even on a down year last year 25 touchdowns to six interceptions five to one touchdown interception ratio the year before 40 touchdowns 13 interceptions the year before 31 and 5 the year before 35 and 7 the year before a lot of numbers he led the league in <laughs> touchdowns with 34 I mean this guy is elite and the reason I'm taking him over Aaron Rodgers because people are probably going to say elite. Look at the look at the MVP the past two seasons. Well, it's the age. You're going to get uh Russ or Russell Wilson for nearly a decade. Aaron Rodgers is only going to be for a few years. So I just man, the thought of getting an elite quarterback is too much to pass up.
0: So who's your second choice?
2: It is Kyler. The, See, then it is Kyler. It's
0: because on my list, when you said like one, two, three because Russell Wilson should still be a potential 7 to 8 year option between Kyler and Russ for me it was close the yeah. gap was from Russ to Aaron Rodgers right right because of the sh- because of the short term nature of it we're going to stay away from the other stuff and we're just going to I'm just going to focus on the career longevity here that's and and that's it
2: yeah fair that's very fair so now but there
0: are other reasons we have discussed that, and that are known that you might rather have kyler or russ in your locker room than aaron Rodgers. right
2: now guys in the comment section and gals tell me who you want who was who your number one of those three and when we think about this mace and when we talk about this are you giving up the same package for all three of these guys let's say today george payton reaches out to the Cardinals and says, "Here's a package." And then it doesn't go through. And then in a month, you talk to uh, to, to uh, the Seahawks and you say, "Here's the package." Do you carry that same package in each conversation, or does it change?
0: Same package,
2: even for Rodgers.
0: You are getting a two-time uh, the, the guy who's, as we're going to find out later this week, has won two straight MVPs. Mm-hmm. So there, he's the better, he's the best quarterback of the three now. But he also. Probably has the fewest snaps in front of him, so that's that. That's kind of the sliding scale here. Right. Why it would, why my offer for Kyler Murray would be the same as Aaron Rodgers is because he, yes, he is a lesser quarterback right now, but he has the h- higher potential value because of the fact that he could be your quarterback for the next 10 or 15 years.
2: Yep, and I love this. The yeah. comment section can't yeah. agree right now, and I, I think it's a it's a great starting point for a conversation. So yeah. So you said you'd give up three firsts, a second, and two starters not named Pat Sertan for Kyler Murray. Yeah. Is that right? Would you do that same thing for Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Three? Man, that. that's an offer that Green Bay's got to think long and hard about. Yeah. especially with knowing the drama that Aaron could potentially come with if he does stay. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no telling that, that he wouldn't want out next year. And if they knowing he has two to four years left of him, they get three first round picks, including number nine overall this year, a second round pick, which I'm sure they would want it to be this year's second round pick, which would be a high second round pick. So almost another first round pick and Javante Williams and Jerry Judy or name your players outside of Pat Sertan. That is something the Packers would have to listen
0: to. Well, here's the thing, and we talk about trading a lot of capital for a player. Um, My friend uh, Frank Schwab of Yahoo wrote today about the Jalen Ramsey trade Mm. when the Jaguars got back two first-rounders and a fourth-round pick from the Rams for Jalen Ramsey. Okay, Those two first-round picks for the Jaguars... Clayvon Chason and Travis Etienne. Chason has two sacks in two years. Etienne had a list frank injury. missed the entire season. Yep. Okay. Etienne, the, ju- the jury's out, and he could come back from that list frank and be terrific. But Chason looks like he's a first-round bust.
2: Yep. Yep. 31 and he-
0: games played, two sacks, right?
2: <sighs> That's why I love what the Rams are doing. I love mm-hmm. that approach. They're willing to give up the unknown, and it's probably going to be, in the first round, what are you hitting on? 50% of the time, at best, in terms of a true hit?
0: Well, and so, they're low first-round picks, too. E- Don't forget exactly. that. Exactly,
2: and that's what you're trading when you're the Broncos. To get one of these guys, you know you're trading a really valuable pick at nine. Yes. That should turn out to be a stud, just like Pat Sertan but, was last but year. You all can th- still mess that up, though. With
0: all three of these quarterbacks, the Broncos are a playoff team, are they not?
2: Exactly. So that's why I'm saying this so the lowest, year's, year's first-round pick, pick, right?
0: The earliest, the earliest next year's pick could, could be as 19. So it's it's pick nine. No, no earlier than pick 19. Probably in the 20s. Right. And then if the team matures, maybe you are talking about kind of like the Rams. It's pick 32.
2: Yep. Exactly. Or pick 31. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't matter that much. And then you are talking about a good second-round pick this year, and you're talking about a running back who, Javante Williams, has a great future ahead of him. A fantastic one, but it is a running back position.
0: There are running backs every year. Mm-hmm.
2: As the Broncos found out, they got yeah. Javante Williams in the second last year. Yeah,
0: I mean, there are certain things that you can find, okay? It's It's hard to find a, a quarterback. Yes, it's actually somewhat hard to find a legit lockdown CB1, although I kind of disagree with some of George Payton's Methodology on what he said, the comment that we've discussed many times. It's not hard to find a running back. It's not hard to find a wide receiver. It's not even all that hard to find an a, an edge rusher. You can find those guys in middle rounds if, if you scout well. The hardest things to find are, are QB, CB1, and then an inside an off-ball linebacker who's great in coverage on tight ends. Yep. That's where you start getting into unicorns.
2: Yep. And uh, if you have the quarterback, you don't have to worry about having all of those unicorns because a unicorn quarterback... Makes mm-hmm. everyone that much more special. Mm-hmm. And makes you talk about all these things that are hard to find. One thing that is not hard to find is Breckenridge beers. Whether you're in Colorado, whether you're at the DNVR Bar, Colorado, or anywhere in the country, you go to Breck Beers Locator and you can find your Breck brew that you're looking for. What's so cool is you can find out exactly what Breck brew you're looking for, where to find that. And, of course, the DNVR Bar is a great place to get a, get a Brecks or a member size. Breck Breckenridge beer, and you can't go wrong. This time of year, the highs are in the 50s. You can get a winter heavy hoppy beer, or you can go with the Strawberry Sky. Breckenridge Brewery has you covered, regardless of what your taste palette is. So make sure to check them out. They're the official beer of DNVR.
0: Of course, it's the big game weekend. We talked about it. We got something going on here, but if you want to have something going on at home, and you've got want to have pizza for the big game, check out Sexy Pizza. How about Two 16 inch pizzas because there's a deal this coming weekend. So it's not just soup, it's not just for Super Sunday, it's also on Saturday. So on, from Saturday, February 12th through Sunday, February 13th, our fans can get two 16-inch pizzas for $29.99 when ordering online at Sexy Pizza using the promo code SEXY Super Bowl. That's all one word. S-E-X-Y-S-U-P-E-R-B-O-W-L. So check that so check that out. And you know what? You want to have the perfect weekend? Come down to DMVR Bar Sunday and get that pizza on Saturday. You can have cuz then you can have pizza leftover for the for even after the big game as well. What is Sexy Pizza? Of course, we've been telling you about them for the last few months. They provide the pizza for our tailgates over uh, before every Bronco home game. They've been in the Denver community for 13 years, they're as local as it gets. With a 12, 16, or 18-inch crust, Sexy Pizza is sure to be the right fit. They've got fixings like wings, salads, pasta knots, or dessert options. I love that Italian salad they've got over there. So check that out. And don't forget to or- to get that discount this weekend. Two 16-inch pizzas for $29.99. Go to Sexy sexy Pizza. So No, I got the URL wrong. My bad. Go to sexy.pizza. It's not .com. It's sexy.pizza and use the promo code Sexy Super Bowl. The offer is available Saturday and Sunday of this weekend, so get in on this. Additional toppings and vegan cheese can be added for extra charge, but you still get that base price of twenty nine ninety nine for your two pizzas over at Sexy Pizza.
2: And Mace, let's jump into the comment section and talk to the people. We have a super chat first. Let's hit coming in from Jelly says, Guys, I'm all in for fantasy, but how realistic is this? Oh, uh
0: not very realistic i think the cardinals are going to are going to try to repair this
2: If they would be smart, that's what they would do. But we've seen organizations in the past not be smart. The Mm -hmm. Green Bay Packers were not smart with Aaron Rodgers. They let it go on way too long where he got so upset with them. And then we saw it last year. It didn't matter what the Houston Texans tried to do. Deshaun Watson was so fed up with them. And one of the first tipping points was when he scrubbed his social media. And that was kind of like, what's going on here? It's probably nothing. And then it blew up. So I agree with you, Mace. I don't expect Kyler Murray to be traded. But I also think that the door is open. For something to happen,
0: maybe a bonus could be uh, offering him a chance to be center fielder for the Rockies. Oh
2: man, let's go, he baby! Could be, he could
0: be the next uh, Bo Jackson, right?
2: Or maybe that's the uh, that's the tipping point for yeah. uh, Russell Wilson to come here. He was drafted by the Rockies. Might as well uh, let him play some. Sure, some center field, why not?
0: Too. Well, if he wouldn't play center field. You'd be working him in in the infield. But yeah, <laughs> yeah why not? Hey, you 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 want hey. Hey, the Rockies aren't going anywhere right now, right? <laughs> yeah. what, what harm is, the, is that is there to them by putting Wilson or Kyler Murray out there in the lineup? Let's do it. Let's <laughs>
2: do it. That would be awesome. And now uh. let's also jump into the comment section. And how you leave your comments for us to read in the third section of this pod is you go to thednvr.com. At the top of the page, there's a podcast tab. Click on that. Then it'll be a drop down menu. Click on Broncos podcast. All of our podcasts we've ever had will pop up. Click on the first one. That's our most recent one. Then when you scroll to the bottom and you're part of our family a a comment section will magically appear drop your comment there we'll read them on the next day so mace let's dive in and do that for the people that have left their comments first one coming in from Bronk Euler says i usually like to keep things broncos focused but i just want to take a moment to talk about the complete farce that is the las vegas raiders i remember rk commenting a while back that they'll move on from a deserving wrist passagia for some flashy idiot and by goodness did they outdo themselves by hiring josh freaking mcdaniels Now to hear that Tom McMahon is their special teams coordinator is just the cherry on top. Quick, somebody let them know Pat Shermer is available.
0: (laughs) You know what? I'm not sure that Josh McDaniels is ever going to win a Super Bowl in Las Vegas, but I think his tenure with the Raiders is going to be much better than his tenure with the Broncos.
2: Oh, boy. It'd be hard for it to be worse. So I, unfortunately, agree with you on that point. I think he
0: did learn some things.
2: And he's 10 years older.
0: Yes. I mean... And certainly one person who kind of probably taught him what to learn from the first tenure, Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah.
2: Those,
0: those five years in Cleveland in the 1990s, he ruffled a lot of feathers. They had one playoff appearance, four losing seasons, and he kind of learned what not to do. Believe it or not, the, the New England version of Belichick is softer, more empathetic, um, better listener, than the than the one who existed in Cleveland, and I think you are going to see something similar for, for Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. I don't know, not I don't think he's going to have a Belichickian like run of success, winning six six Super Bowls. Well, pardon that me, that would be a But I think it's going to be better, and I I think people who are hoping for a complete meltdown by the Raiders with Josh McDaniels are probably going to be disappointed. That being said, Tom McMahon going to the Raiders, I think Tom's a great person but he wasn't a good special teams coach here. So, hey, you know.
2: Josh has got someone to yeah. fall on the sword for him when he when he wants it.
0: By the way, speaking <laughs> of of the Raiders special teams coaches, do you think Green Bay hiring Rich Bisaccia is a signal to Aaron Rodgers that, hey, we're still all in?
2: Potentially. I Potentially, think, but, I think but it I also definitely think, is. I also think they did a great job in landing a very good coach, regardless of special teams or not.
0: But the thing is, Coaching hires—they're not subject to salary cap, obviously. Right. So t- that shows. I think that was a message to Aaron Rodgers that we will do whatever it takes. That we—I—I—I I, I would imagine that we're going to learn that Rich Bisaccia is the highest-paid special teams coach in football. Probably. Probably by some margin. Going to Green Bay. That literally—they'll probably tell him, "Look, we went. We looked at. Look, we lost that game." because of a punt block that was the difference making play a punt a punt block at the end special teams melted down in that game yep so we went and got the best special teams coach that money could buy
2: yep exactly so, exactly i hope you're wrong though because that would mean uh, right. the raiders are good and uh it would mean that the aaron Rodgers not but going you
0: anywhere. know that brian gutekunst is going to point that out and sure. i and you know that aaron Rodgers probably noticed yeah, oh, when they the, made that, higher. they'll
2: make it very obvious yes. to him. Yeah. yeah. Next one from Kinto, Kendall Hinton, Hall of Famer. Mace rooting for Bengals, saying when was the last time that said he had a sports related win? I'm sorry, <laughs> is that my fault? Did <laughs> I do that? I forgot the part where those sports teams sucking was my problem. Let's go Rams, fifty to zero <laughs> shutout. I'm just kidding. I have empathy, and in all seriousness, I'm just pumped for the Super Bowl and seeing both teams.
0: You know, LA's got the Lakers. The Dodgers just won. Uh, but they I'm, got palm trees and sunshine of and you're, the beach. You're I mean, never, what does Cincinnati have? You're chili! N-
2: you're never <laughs> chili on uh, on, on spaghetti. spaghetti. You're never cheering for Los Angeles and the, the Lakers fans and the Los Angeles community to win. What you're cheering for is you're, you're cheering for Von Miller. First and foremost, you're cheering for Matthew Stafford, who was a Detroit Lion for so many years. You're cheering for Sean McVay, who hasn't won. I'm not cheering for the Lakers fans to to be happy. I'm cheering for those individuals on the team to be happy.
0: Yeah, I mean, L A needs another L A needs a su- another Super Bowl like the rest of us need another pimple or a Super Bowl win. The rest of us need a pimple. I mean, okay. Super check
2: super chat coming in from cody w says denver for spring break might swing by the bar you gotta swing by the bar cody love to hear that that'll be just in time for either some great weather or a massive snowstorm we'll have to see but love to hear that cody next one from the danimal says i have two very important things for broncos country first off our coach keeping original beastie boys and dre on vinyl he's the real deal next stop Lombardi town Second, our beloved former coach, McDaniels, just hired McMahon as a special team coach. The jokes almost write themselves at this point. At least we can count on the AFC West only being a three-horse race this year. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> I'm going to love mm. dunking on him until they, uh, they tell me not to. Yeah. Until they prove me otherwise. Yeah.
0: If it, look, if McDaniels has learned, it's going to be different. And for, for one thing, he's, he's got being
2: too, too sensible.
0: I know. Well, He's, he's got a good quarterback. I mean, as Vic Fangio said, hey, everybody else in the division has good, has really good quarterbacks. Yeah, it
2: does. Scare cars me are what, really good quarterbacks. What McDaniel's could do with Carr?
0: Yeah, it it is. And it, Unless he
2: runs him out of town because he wants to. Who's who's the backup in New England right now?
0: Uh, no, no, Mariotas no the, with, uh, with the Raiders. Raiders. No, the backup is. Uh, God, did, they the bring, Patriots. did they bring Hoyer back at some point? Maybe Hoyer
2: or Henny or something. Anyways, maybe Josh McDaniels is going to do what he did with Jay Cutler and run him out of town for a Patriots backup. Maybe he goes after Cam Newton. He says, I want Cam Newton over Derek Carr, trades Derek Carr to, uh, let's say, the Chicago Bears, or, or the Detroit Lions, something. There we go. Yeah, it's Brian, let's start Brian Hoyer going. and
0: Jarrett Stidham.
2: There we go, Jarrett Stidham. He wants Jarrett Stidham.
0: I'll, here's something, though.
2: Josh McDaniels wants Jarrett Stidham.
0: What if McDaniels said... <laughs> Uh, Derek Carr in a first round pick for Mac Jones.
2: Derek Carr in a first round. Oh, interesting. I think Bill would say no.
0: I think he would too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love that though. I love it. Well, I don't want Mac in this division. So no, no, I don't want it. Because you'd have
0: to cheer against him. Exactly. And he's your want, boy. I don't want
2: to do that. Yeah. It's hard enough him being in the AFC with the <laughs> Patriots, but the Raiders, that'd be bad. Yeah. Next one from Melbourne Broncos says, Hi, guys. Just our schedule for next season. Our roster from this season might win 11 games. Imagine if we get Rodgers or Wilson. Dare to dream, boys. Cheers. I absolutely love it.
0: I'd say if they get Kyler Murray, let's just throw that instance at the topic of the pod today. If they get Kyler Murray, I think you pencil the Broncos in for 11 wins then, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Vash the man says, my boys, what is up? Just wanted to tell you guys the update on our team colors. The results are in. Drum general please. The Broncos do have different colors than the Bears. The Bears' colors are darker and the Broncos are more vibrant, but not by much. But they are different. As always, thanks for the pod. Peace, love, and chicken grease. I'm out. P.S. You don't have to read this on the pod. Just want to put this in. Well, then we won't be reading it on the pod. Yeah, it was just the colors. <laughs> Broncos, oh, orange is
0: okay. autumn blaze, and the blue is called Enchanted Navy. The Bears Blue is called Royal Navy, and the Orange is called Vibrant Orange. Okay, so they're both Navy.
2: A different, right? different style But they're of Navy. both Navy Blue. <laughs> yeah. And
0: that's the general point. What happened around this league in the 1990s and 2000s the infection the infection and spread of navy blue the patriots went from royal blue to navy blue the seahawks went from royal blue to kind of a, a faded blue to navy blue the broncos went from a, a lighter shade of blue to navy blue there's too much navy oh the so go back to the old blue and be freaking different sure. navy is just meh yeah
2: yeah yeah the uh, right. uniform debate isn't gonna really get me jazz the texans so are navy
0: there's a you know all these teams are navy the the cowboys have a navy <laughs> blue jersey
2: go baby blue go light blue let's do it i mean
0: one thing i like about the rams is that when they change back they went to royal blue from the navy that they had in st louis That was a positive. I want to see the Broncos do the same thing. Go back to the lighter shade of blue.
2: I love it. Next one from squeaky bum time. Hey, fellas, loving the show. How high on the list of needs is a center? I'm not sold on Cush. He's been one of the worst centers in the league. Hopefully he makes the jump in his third year.
0: I'd say relatively low because potentially you could move Quinn Miners over or you could move Graham Glasgow, who restructured over, and that may actually make sense if you want to move on from Kush is to move Glasgow to center, and then your starting guards are are Miners and Dalton Reisner.
2: I think that's what we're going to see. I think we're going to see Graham Glasgow slide over and be the starting center.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I don't think he restructured to be a swing interior backup. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Next one from Broncos only says, at the end of the pod yesterday, it came up that the Broncos didn't send a single player to the Pro Bowl in 40-plus years. I guess we don't have any star players right now. Is George Payton the biggest star in the organization right now? If the Pro Bowl named GMs, would Payton have been selected this year? No. No, because he was on a 7-10 and 10 team.
0: Right, exactly. And
2: certainly an executive of the year is not going to be on a losing team.
0: It's more likely to be less Sneed for pulling off the trade for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, and the other and and the other trades that have helped bolster the Rams, even though you're basically putting it on a credit card, but you, you can't argue with the results. They're in the Super Bowl. Yep.
2: Yeah, exactly. You you can't argue with that. Maybe even you go to the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, and I mean, it's just looking at two mm. Super Bowl teams, but what they've done there has been very impressive. That
0: means you're giving the the executive of the year, GM Pro Bowl, to Mike Brown, mm. <laughs> age 86. <laughs> Even though he has handed off some of the reins, he is still the Bengals' owner and general manager.
2: <laughs> that is and, wild. He's and still yes, the GM. He's,
0: <laughs> he has done a good he, he and the people under him, Duke Tobin in particular, have done a really good job.
2: They have. They have.
0: Can't argue with the results.
2: Nope. Jamar Chase has been fantastic. And this the year. thing
0: is, a lot of us will question the pick of Chase because you need to protect Joe Burrow. Well, here it is. They they now only have one more game to get through to keep Joe Burrow upright. And then I think you're going to see the Bengals, their 2022 offseason focus is going to be O-line, O-line, O-line.
2: As it should be. Right. You hope they don't get uh, fooled by that like they mm-hmm. like the Colts did with Andrew Luck and said, oh, we don't need to protect him.
0: But give them credit for realizing that a great receiver who already had chemistry with their quarterback was invaluable because that because that's what made the difference. Jamar Chase, a truly great player, but he and Joe Burrow weren't starting here. They were starting here.
2: Reminds me of a conversation we may be having in a month about Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Boy, wouldn't that be fun.
0: Yeah, that would.
2: Next one from uh, M. Chubb says, no trolling today, fellas. I just wanted to get your read on Cincinnati chili. I had someone describe it to me as sugary noodles or sugary chili over noodles seems like vile from someone who's lived in or lived for a while in Pueblo. Thoughts? Might consider for rooting for LA if this can, trend continues. It's
0: not chili like people around here know it. Well, I've never had it, so explain okay. it. Okay. You ever have Greek spaghetti? No. Okay, fine. Don't even know what that is. All right. Well, it's that's the kind of the inspiration for Cincinnati chili, and in fact, it was invented by Greek immigrants. Okay. And thus, it's you know how Italian spaghetti, you have the meat sauce, but it's the marinara, right? Right. In this case, the the meat is in kind of is in more of a a brown sauce. Okay. And then you you have the cinnamon. You have uh, actually a lot of recipes call for a little hint of chocolate as well, as well as some red pepper. And then you just think of it like chili spaghetti. Okay. And then you have the noodles. I use angel hair pasta. I I, I actually made Cincinnati chili uh, last month or back in December. And when the Bengals came in, I said I want some Cincinnati chili. <laughs> so I made it myself. Had, so it
2: uh, has the mace approval.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. It's okay. Tremendous.
2: So so that's a way to look at it. It's not chili. Over spaghetti, it's a spaghetti, and the sauce is just a, a little mm. more chocolatey and sweet than right. a normal marinara.
0: Exactly, and then
2: okay, it sounds a
0: little. Instead inst- of instead the of parmesan, though. you're putting you're putting cheddar cheese, and if you want to do it right, you want to get a, a block of cheddar cheese and shred it yourself. And then you're putting onions on it. If you want to go full five way, you'll put some you'll get some kidney beans as well. I go no beans. I go. I go noodles, the the meat, the onions and the cheddar cheese so i go four way
2: interesting interesting i love it mace next yeah. on from peyton manning wide team. my boys what's good there was recently a rumor that the bears new head coach and gm combo don't like scrambling quarterbacks and might move on from fields and look for a pocket passer in the draft with the talent of the class being nothing compared to last year do you think trading nine for fields would be a fair investment in my opinion fields would easily be the best quarterback in this class thoughts thanks keep up the good work
0: okay how can the bears new gm who came from Kansas, City, not like a scrambling quarterback
2: I, I have this this very, sounds this sounds made up it, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry it it doesn't seem like this could happen where they would hire a coach and GM who said yeah we don't like your young quarterback who you just traded two first round picks.
0: and for. every indication is that polls really likes Justin Fields and yeah. that's why he took the GM job
2: yeah I don't think they're moving mm. on from him but let's say they are do you think number nine would get it done
0: I'd hope so I'd try.
2: I think it may take a little more because they gave up two first round picks to get him. Yeah. And uh, it's it's an interesting conversation, man. I'd love it if he's thrown in the mix too.
0: Let's let's throw him in. But I realistically no, I I this I'm sorry. That that rumor smells like complete BS. It
2: smells like Cincinnati chili. Hey. <laughs> 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 Looks like it too probably. And final one coming in from Bronco and SF I'm sure it doesn't look like yours, Mace. I'm sure yours is
0: great. Thank you. Says
2: so, so much hope for getting a quarterback. After passing on a quarterback last year, my heart can't handle us missing again this year. Please, George, get a guy this year. Aaron, Russ, or your guy in the draft. Cough, Malik. Cough, cough.
0: Yeah. Do you think this fan base trusts George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett enough to where if they said Kenny Pickett is our guy, that people will be all in with for Kenny Pickett?
2: Yes, I think George Payton has built enough goodwill, and okay. the unknown of Nathaniel Hackett ha- leaves some goodwill there, but it would quickly go away right. if if there's no flash from Kenny Pickett okay. halfway I mean, through the
0: year. I mean, I'm just saying that because seems like the, the the early indications are that Kenny Pickett is is fav- is, is thought of well in that building. Hmm. And thought of well by a lot of teams.
2: And I think people would be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it'd be something new. And Kenny Pickett would have a leash as well. Yes. And? uh,
0: He's accurate.
2: He's accurate. He's smart.
0: He's intelligent and tough.
2: Yep. And just exactly what Nathaniel Hackett's looking for, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? And if you eat some Cincinnati chili, you're going to want to make sure to check out our friends over at Green Mountain Dental to get your teeth all cleaned up from that sugary deliciousness that is the chili and
0: it's not it's, that much sugar in it. And in fact, the the, coca, the cocoa that you put in doesn't, it's non, it doesn't have extra sugar in
2: okay, it. Okay, so it's more so just the the cacao than, yeah. than the yes, sugar. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. interesting. Well, regardless, whatever you eat, you're going to want to get your teeth cleaned from our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. And if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, they'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. They're only a 15 minute drive from downtown Denver and they're a long time partner of ours We support them, they support us, and they are fantastic people over there. So there's no better place to go than our friends over at Green Mountain Dental twice a year to get your teeth taken care of. And remember, schedule that Cleaning x raying exam and you'll get set up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. But for Andrew Mason, I'm Zach Stevens. That'll do it for us today. Please hit us with a like on your way out, subscribe, turn on alerts, and thank you all so much for rolling with us on the DNVR Broncos podcast. We'll be back with you tomorrow to talk about another very juicy conversation. We'll see you then, have a terrific Tuesday.
1: How long it been since you and roll out the truck and took a country drive. Now